Welcome back to another episode of Americanism's podcast. I'm your host, Thomas. This podcast is designed for intermediate English language learners who want more listening practice. It's dedicated to exploring American culture through folklore, current events, and more. Today's episode is from a treasury of North American folktales compiled and annotated by Catherine Peck. The name of today's folktale is Paul Bunyan Takes Care of Mosquitoes. Paul Bunyan, if you don't remember, is a folk legend, a folk hero from the American Midwest, the heartland. And he is a giant lumberjack. He's gigantic. He's huge. As usual, you can email me at americanismspodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to read the story through once in its entirety, all the way through, and then I'm going to go back and read it again, sentence by sentence, breaking down any interesting grammar or vocabulary. All right, here we go. Paul Bunyan Takes Care of Mosquitoes. Introduction. With mosquitoes being something of a national bird among tall tale tellers, it is only natural that Paul Bunyan encountered some, and he knew just what to do. Boys, did I ever tell you about the time I drove the Nabinwa over to Paul Bunyan's camp on Big Manistique Lake? Boys, I want to tell you there's some dandy mosquitoes over in that swamp even now, but the modern mosquitoes are nothing like the ancestors. Well, just as I was pulling into Paul Bunyan's camp that day, I heard some terrible droning noise, like one of these modern airplanes. Even Paul, big as he was, seemed excited and yelled to me to hurry into his office, so I knew something was wrong. Then Paul told me that some big mosquitoes was loose. He had trapped them several years ago, because they was bothering his cattle. Paul told me that two mosquitoes was trying to kill his prize heifer. They had the critter down and was trying to drag it off, he said, when along came a really big mosquito. The big mosquito simply killed off the other two, picked up the cow, and flew away. So Paul decided then and there to put on a campaign against them. He and his men trapped several of them in live traps, he said, and the rest got scared and flew away. But this day, when I come to visit Paul, some of the mosquitoes had broken loose. We had barred the doors when we heard the mosquitoes droning overhead. They were landing on the roof. I shook like a leaf, but Paul wasn't scared. Overhead, I heard a terrible cracking and looked to see sword-like weapons piercing the roof. Paul said they were the mosquito stingers. So he grabbed his sledge and clinched those stingers like a carpenter clinches a nail. Next day, he put 12 of his star lumberjacks to executing mosquitoes on that roof. He said he was through showing kindness to mosquitoes. It didn't pay. They'd stab you in the back. The end. All right. So, now we're going to break the story down. Starting with the title. Paul Bunyan takes care of mosquitoes. Takes care of. Okay, this can have a couple meanings. You can mean to take care of, to help someone, like I take care of my brother when he's sick. 
This situation, though, he's not taking care. He's not helping mosquitoes. He's solving a problem. Take care of it. Take care of the problem. Finish the problem, okay? So the introduction. With mosquitoes being something of a national bird, to be something of a blank, this is used to describe a person or a thing in a way that is partly true but not completely or exactly. So some examples. It came as something of a surprise. He has a reputation as something of a troublemaker. I have a biology question for you. I hear you're something of an expert. And that's from the Cambridge Dictionary. Okay, so with mosquitoes being something of a national bird, among tall tale tellers, tall tale is a story that's not totally true. It is only natural that Paul Bunyan encountered some, encountered, to meet unexpectedly. And he knew just what to do. Boys, did I ever tell you about the time I drove the Nabinwa over Paul Bunyan's camp on Big Manistique Lake? Okay, so these are two places. The Nabinwa, I hope I'm pronouncing correctly, and the Manistique are, this is in Michigan, okay? And Paul Bunyan is from the Midwest, the American Midwest. And a couple things about the Midwest that you should know. It's a portion of the United States in the north and the middle of the country. It includes roughly 12 states. So the Dakotas, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan. And this is where Paul Bunyan is from. And we're talking about Michigan. A note about the Midwest is that there isn't total agreement about where it is exactly. So, for example, 80% of people in Illinois, the state that has Chicago in it, 80% of those folks identify as Midwesterners. But less than 50% of people in the Dakotas identify as Midwesterners. So, some places are more strongly Midwestern than others. Some stereotypes about Midwesterners are that they are extroverted, kind, traditional, agreeable, generous, and they have an interesting accent, which I can't do exactly, but if you'd like to hear the accent, go watch the movie Fargo or the television show Fargo. This takes place in the Midwest. So he's telling a story, boys. Boys, I want to tell you there's some dandy, dandy excellent or fine, there's some dandy mosquitoes over in that swamp, swamp, a lowland where there's water and the water is stagnant, it doesn't move. Synonyms for swamp are bog, marsh. There's some dandy mosquitoes over in that swamp even now, but the modern mosquitoes, today's mosquitoes, are nothing like their ancestors. An ancestor, the people that come before you, like your grandparents, your great-grandparents, those are your ancestors. You can also say this about things. So, for example, the lute is the ancestor of the modern guitar. The lute was like an old guitar. Well, 
Just as I was pulling into Paul Bunyan's camp that day, I heard some terrible droning noise. Droning. Droning is a continuous low humming noise. Terrible droning noise like one of these modern airplanes. Even Paul, big as he was, seemed excited and yelled to me to hurry into his office, to go quickly into his office. So I knew something was wrong. Then Paul told me some of the big mosquitoes was loose. This isn't proper. It should be the mosquitoes were loose, but this is a folk tale. It's informal. So you can say was loose. He had trapped them, a trap, a device to catch and contain an animal. So he had trapped them several years ago because they was bothering his cattle, his cows. Paul told me that two mosquitoes was trying to kill his prize heifer. Heifer is a female cow, and his prize heifer means his best one. They had the critter, critter, an animal. They had the critter down and was trying to drag it off. So the two giant mosquitoes were trying to take away his big cow. That's how big these mosquitoes were. When along came a really big mosquito. <laughs> so there's an even bigger mosquito. The big mosquito simply killed the other two mosquitoes, picked up the cow and flew away. So we're talking huge mosquitoes. So Paul decided then and there to put on a campaign. So he was going to have a coordinated effort, a campaign against them. He and his men trapped several in live traps, live traps. So the traps didn't kill them. And the rest got scared and flew away. But this day, when I had come to visit Paul, some of the mosquitoes had broken loose. To break loose is to suddenly not be attached, okay, to escape. So some of the mosquitoes escaped. They broke loose. We had barred the doors, barring the doors. It's a verb. And this is to close or secure shut, usually with a bar. And it's especially of windows and doors. Like imagine a prison. The prison has a bunch of bars on the doors and the windows. It's barred. Okay, you can't get out or you can't get in. When we heard the mosquitoes droning overhead, over our heads, above us, they were landing on the roof. I shook like a leaf. So when your whole body shakes, you're shaking like a leaf. You're either very scared or very cold, maybe. But Paul wasn't scared. Overhead, I heard a terrible cracking and looked to see sword-like, sword-like, so they looked like swords, sword-like weapons piercing, going through, puncturing the roof. Paul said they were mosquito stingers. So stinger is the sharp organ on an insect that pierces, that goes through. Some other insects with stingers would be bees, wasps, scorpions, jellyfish, and mosquitoes, of course. So he grabbed his sledge, sledge, short for sledgehammer, 
It's a hammer, a really big hammer. You need two hands to carry it. It's very heavy. And he's a giant, right? So it's a really, really big hammer. And clinched those stingers like a carpenter clinches a nail. A carpenter is a man or a woman who works with wood and they build tables, chairs, houses. That's a carpenter. And carpenters used to clinch nails. So when you nail through wood, it sticks out. So the carpenter would bend the nail like in the shape of a U or in the shape of a J and nail back into the wood like a staple. So before staples, they would clinch the nails. So Paul clinches their stingers. He turns their stingers and clinches them so they're stuck. The mosquitoes can't leave. Next day, he put 12 of his star lumberjacks, his best lumberjacks, to executing, to killing the mosquitoes. He said he was through, to be through, to be finished, to be fed up, to be done with. He couldn't take it anymore. He was through showing kindness to mosquitoes. It didn't pay, meaning it wasn't worth it. Crime doesn't pay, said Batman. Right? It's not worth it. They'd stab you in the back. Stab you in the back, meaning to betray someone, to betray your trust. If someone stabs you in the back, they betray your trust. And that's the end of the story. I hope you enjoyed the folktale from today. If you'd like, you can go back and listen to the beginning again, listen to the full story, and see if you understand a little bit more this time. I would encourage you to do that. Again, you can reach me, ask me a question or whatever at Americanismspodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time.